Thank you for coming to the Brave Way Podcast. I am your host, always, Lavelle Miller. And today, what I'll be doing is speaking on recent events, once again, about what happened, my thoughts on the situation, and, you know, some other stuff within that. I hope you guys like it. Remember, like, comment, subscribe, share this around. Uh, Once again, you can hit me up, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at 37 Mode. I'll also leave it at the back of the pod for you guys to listen to. Check it out. Hey, you all getting right into it. What I want to start the pod is saying something that my wife brought up today when she was watching our kids play in an inflatable pool is she was looking at them and a sadness came over her because she said, I don't know how I will react the first time that our children end up dealing with unneeded racism. And to tell you all this, if you guys didn't know, if you don't know me, uh, my kids are mixed or biracial, whatever you guys want to use nowadays to make the term proper. Um, So it's something that a lot of people still are forgetting or not thinking about seeing is this affects anybody who is black or brown um, and are if they're mixed or not and especially mixed kids because you think about this man think about how lighter skinned kids were treated growing up in your school somewhere you know considered pretty boys that there was dudes or the girls everybody wanted them and so you had a lot of people who had hate for them anyway so you know colorism is still another thing that we have to deal with in this country that we need to get fixed and i wanted to go ahead and get that out in the pod first before i continue on uh, speaking and if you guys listen to the first one uh, that i did i know it's a lot longer than what i anticipated this one is going to be more or less short uh, i just wanted to kind of cover uh, the recent events that have been happening in regards of the riots throughout um, my city, Nashville, which was today, um, you got Atlanta. Uh, obviously, in Minneapolis, they did them. Uh, Eugene, Oregon, where my wife is from, they did them there as well. Um, there have been mass um, showings of uh, the frustration that is going on. And I will say this, first of all, as I don't agree with a lot of the... the um, rioting or the looting that they are doing uh the reason why is because you got to think about this right if you live in a certain area and that walgreens is where your grandma gets her her medication from you know not even just i know grandma is just a thing that normally sticks home with people but not even just a grandma you know you have kids who are 10 years old that need certain medications and things like that to be able to live and have a a better life to sustain what happens now that you destroy that Walgreens? Now, somebody is going to have to drive X amount of minutes away, uh, hours away, probably in some cases. I don't know. Everything changes for the pharmacy. Everything doesn't carry the certain type of medications that they have. And even if they are open, they're going to want to re-inventory everything that they have to make sure that they have it there and that there's nothing that is missing that is stolen. So let's say it's just some Like, think about this. When they had the Baltimore riots... Uh, a few years ago, that's how they said fentanyl got laced in the streets. 
because people were just going in there looting and raiding the fentanyl, stealing all the drugs. And then mix it up and then figured out, oh, this was this higher level painkiller, even though fentanyl has something that's been around for years, decades that uh, medical personnel used when people were in extreme pain. However, these things leaked on the streets. They said around that time it could have been sooner, it could have been later, or it could have just became more prominent at that that time and effort. But the focus of this is, is like. Okay, so what new drug we probably think is going to enter the streets now because people done did that, right? That's a possibility. Don't act like it ain't because it is. But so like, yeah, of course, Target. Target can re-get all their money up. You know, that was one of the big stores that got hit. They can re-get all those uh, things back. However, think about the small business that was lucky enough to get into Target and they're selling their items there and all their stuff was stolen. Do you really think they can just get inventory back real fast? That's the problem when people think of these large corporations. These corporations are holding for other brands. Everything, Every time you go into Target, you don't see. It's not Target TVs. It ain't Target uh, Xbox. It ain't Target whatever. You know, they're holding things. It's just like the same thing like Amazon, same thing with Walmart. If you raided a Walmart, yes, they have their own brand. Same thing with Target. Yes, they have their own brands. But everything else they're selling in there is not necessarily Walmarts or Targets. You know, these are lower level businesses that have to use them to be able to sell their stuff. And it's not defending necessarily them or these businesses or thinking about these things needed to be protected. It's still the truth. Think about these smaller stores. Like that guy that was out there crying because these people looted and broke into his store, his own business. What did his business specifically have to do with the cause? The answer is nothing. And you're lying to yourself if you're saying it did. Now, the frustration, I am definitely understand all the frustration and the, the issues that's been going on and while we have to get this stuff fixed and looking for criminal justice reform, looking for increased uh, police training, I'm definitely down with all that. But it's like, do not, you know, try to say, oh, well, it's OK if we destroy this other business. Imagine if, like I said, guys locally here, right? Imagine if the riots happened and they were stayed in North Nashville. And I don't know, we had these tornadoes and everything that recently came through this area. So there's still damage is still being recovered. What happens if they went ahead and, and broke into Slim and Huskies, Slim and Huskies out there on Buchanan, right? What if they went ahead and did that and they broke that stuff down or the, and then their place down the road uh, that sells the cinnamon rolls, you know, what about Ed's Fish House out there? That's right down the road for that. What if they went ahead and did that? You know what I'm saying? A lot of these businesses and stuff that were targeted, they're just, people are just picking and choosing and breaking windows and places. And not only that, when they're arresting people, they're figuring out a lot of people that they're arresting don't even live here. So you're having people who are traveling caravans going to city to city destroying something that they don't have to pay for. And when I mean they don't have to pay for it, think about your tax dollars. And it's once again, it's it's seeming that I'm and, I, and I'll get a little to a little bit, but it's seeming 
like I'm trying to say we, we need to protect these corporations. We need to protect these businesses. It's what re, what's the reality of what's going to happen? Do you really believe that all this damage is going to happen and they're not going to increase the taxes in areas to get these fixed, to get roads fixed or anything else that was publicly destroyed to get fixed? Of course they are. Of course they are. You are in a situation right now where we also have coronavirus going on. We have folks out there who want to make claims that the coronavirus is fake and it doesn't exist anymore because we have these things going on and the media isn't covering it. The media covers what they think the hot button subject is. This is the hot button subject. So that's why they're covering it. That doesn't mean that coronavirus is now all of a sudden disappeared and went away. But think about it. All these businesses that were affected by the coronavirus that are not going to be able to recover are either going to not have products you like anymore or going to move out of the area. And now you're having to travel further to get the services and goods that you wanted to have. I, like I said, even though I don't agree with this, it would make more sense if people were doing things like they ended up doing here in Nashville today by destroying a police vehicle, you know, protesting out in front of a precinct, uh, breaking out windows in a courthouse, right? Those make more sense because you're saying that you have an issue with the establishment as an establishment. I mean, government and you are destroying those entities that you want to be fixed. You serve no good and no purpose doing other things. But circling all around. Right. The D.A. in Minneapolis has said if the riots and stuff wouldn't have happened the way they had. There is no telling how long it would have taken for charges to actually be filed on the police officer that was involved. And then digging deeper and thinking about it, researching, looking at other things, it did make sense. I came across this thing that said the riots that are going on are today's modern day Boston Tea Party. And you can't argue with that, right? When you want change to happen and people aren't doing the changes in an ample manner, you have to do something to force their hand. The riots in Minneapolis forced the hand of the local law enforcement there to be swift and go ahead and arrest a guy. Of course, the whole court, he has his day in court. Unfortunately, they released something about George Floyd saying that his pre-existing health conditions is probably what led to his death or helped exacerbate the situation which is crap because he wouldn't have, you got to ask yourself this once again, would George Floyd would have died walking down the road or riding in that car that day? Probably because his pre-existing medical conditions, probably not. And you also have to think about this. We all got pre-existing health conditions. Do you want something to happen to you? And then they just to say, Oh, well, you know, you had this pre-existing condition. That's what led to your death. No, it's not, you know, if you got, you know, they were like, oh, well, you know, if he was in better shape, you know, this probably, you know, maybe he would have been able to to hold on a little bit longer. If he was in, you know, what whatever else, maybe if he didn't smoke cigarettes, nope, I don't want to hear none of that. Just say what it was. This guy died because somebody was on him and it caused pain to cause him to die. If you had asthma, don't care. I don't care about his asthma. If he had asthma, I don't know. Because... He probably wasn't going to have an asthma attack walking down the road. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's, that's 
pretty much where we're at at this point. You know, a lot of celebrities have spoken out. I posted about one that Randy Orton, if you guys don't know who Randy Orton is, he's a professional wrestler for the WWE. He posted a thing. At first, it said, just Black Lives Matter. And then somebody commented on it, said, actually, all lives matter. And he said the most woke, to borrow that phrase, because I hate using it, saying of, I had a hard time dealing with this because I originally, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this stuff here because I don't have it right in front of me, is he thought all lives mattered. And that's like the focus is what everybody should say. But he's slowly learning to the fact of all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Think about that, y'all. All lives can't matter until black lives matter. But we don't want to say that. We don't want to say these things because, yes, of course, all lives matter. But who is being disproportionately affected the most through this process? You know, yes, they are innocent white folks, Mexicans, uh, just the whole Latino culture, actually, um, Asians that are being killed by police officers for no absolute reason. But who is it happening to more often than not? And then giving to you guys like this, because this was supposed to be like this was a recap rise, but I want to make sure I give this to you as well. I was reminded in conversation I had today of a study that I came across that was talking about stress tests for police officers. And what they found is it's called like a, a shoot, don't shoot scenario where it's pretty much it's make it really simple for you guys. You watch something on like a projector and you shout commands. Obviously, it's a TV. It is not TV projector, whatever. It does not respond to your commands, but you're practicing doing things the correct way. Well, this company that did it, if I can go, I can go back and find the link and I may post it in the description box if folks ask for it, is it had stressors as a, I mean, I'm sorry, it had a headband that was able to detect stressors in your brain, like a little bit on your neck to check your pulse to see your heart, I mean, check your, your blood pressure, your heart rate, and then as well as on your chest. And it also had something that I found very interesting to where it could tell the pressure of you gripping the gun. And around 80%, and I'll do it with this caveat. They said the majority of people that it was able to test because of the area that was at were white. And I'm not trying to just say it's all white people. Make sure I'm saying it clear up front. And this is it's said and mentioned in the study. But it said the majority of people who took this test, or 80% of people, every time they got in an interaction with a person of color, specifically black, their stress level went way up and the pressure on the gun went way up. The purpose of them doing this is just trying to figure out how can they change the mentality of people who are doing this. Because they said like it was officers from different states, precincts. You know, you normally work with these people, you normally work with these people or whatever else. And trying to figure out how can we change this behavior? How can we change this thing from happening? And they could not, 
you know, from the study, it's still improving and growing. It was, I believe, in um, 2016-ish is whenever they did this and came up with it. Because they're like, there's a lot of preconceived notions that go on that causes these problems that they have. And if they can figure out how to fix them before they become an actual problem, maybe it can end up saving people's lives. So I'm hoping that, uh, like I said, if people ask for it, I'll put it in the description box. Uh, send me something on my social media platforms, which as you guys know, um, or send something on here. And then I'll go ahead and, and get to that and answer it if you guys want and I'll send it to you. But, um, cause there's a, there's a couple other ones as well, but just in general, with the whole things, uh, like I was saying, I saw a friend post something in regards of like what Tupac said. I didn't know what he was really relating it to. I don't remember that interview, but it, it pretty much was like, it starts off with you, you're hungry and you're going to the meat store and you look salami. You say, you're going to be like, at, hey, you know, he said, pictures, rap song. He was like, hey, y'all, can I get some salami? Then he said, you know. Um, a couple of months go by and they don't give me nothing. He was like, hey, man, I need some salami. So it says, instead of saying, can I have some? It's, I need some salami. Then he said, you know, go a couple of, you know, a year or two after that, he said, I feel like I'm a banging your dough with the fofo, picking your locks to get through the dough because I need the salami, you know, whatever, paraphrasing. He was like, so pretty much he was like, look at like this. He said, you started off nice by asking and then you asked and nothing happened. Then you told somebody you need something to happen and nothing happened. So what you had to do yourself, you had to go ahead and force the issue yourself. So, like I said, I don't agree with the excess looting that is going on because you're targeting corporations that in itself doesn't make sense, right? There's... Arguments that people have made towards me, not me directly, but I have seen. Um, and in one way, actually, one was made directly towards me saying, you know, if somebody was looting my house or looting your house, I guarantee you shoot them. We're not talking about my house. We're not talking about your house. We're talking about a like, because this is the thing is, though, right? When you talk about it, you try to compare it, right? If somebody broke into my house. For something heinous that I did. Obviously I'm not going to let nothing happen to my family. But you can understand why they're breaking into your house. What did Target do. For them to break into Target. What did these business owners do. For them to break into their um, their location. In Atlanta the College Football Hall of Fame was broken into. And memorabilia has been stolen. You know, what did the NCAA do to, to get, you know, the stuff broken into? I don't even know if the NCAA actually owns it or takes care of the College Football Hall of Fame. But just an example, what did they do to deserve it? You know, and yes, I agree with CNN should be uh, providing additional fear for a lot of people when it comes to a lot of these things. But guys, I just... We just got to really sit there and think about it and get a lot smarter of what we're doing. Like I said, if you're going to do it, do something that is going towards a common goal, even though I don't really agree with it, because what if you harm somebody that didn't need to be harmed, you know, and by that, I mean, 
a good police officer, a good Samaritan, a good whoever, what good does it do for you to do something that is going to end up causing them physical harm? What good does it do for you to cause financial pressures in a uncertain economy right now to go on? There's nothing. There's nothing that you can say or do that justifies that in its own right. However, if you are going to do it, and I want to keep making sure I preface it, I don't recommend it. I don't think you should do it. But if you did it, you're better off doing it towards something that has been looked at as a issue of oppression. Like I said, the people were looking at this as starting off as the modern day Boston Tea Party. What did they do? They knew that the English liked tea. They knew that would cause issues. They threw it over the ship, overboard, right? That's what they did. They didn't rant, rave, and run in their own streets destroying what they were trying to build because they thought that's what would make a change. They attacked the thing that was going to cause a problem directly and it ended up helping being a gateway to the Revolutionary War and American freedom. So, like I said, I don't recommend that anybody does anything like this, get themselves hurt, get any other person hurt, get themselves in jail, you know, ruin their life or career. You know, but sometimes, you know, they say you stand for something, you fall for anything. So if you're going to do it, at least do it to something that's going to enact change or you believe is a driving force on why the problems are and try to get change enacted. Like I said, wanted this to be a lot shorter, similar for you guys. I have ideas and thoughts, conversation, love to have folks on the pod to discuss a lot of these things. You know, like I said, you can catch me Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at 37 mode. If you hadn't heard me say it for a while, that's the word 30, the number seven, the word mode, M-O-D-E. And anytime, hit me up, then we can go ahead and have the conversation going if you want to have it. Thank you guys for checking out the pod. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned. Thank you.